Hey, everybody. I know it's Vanderbilt. I get that. I understand. Like, let's calm Doesn't... down. But, but there are things that we can still see on Saturday that are going to be indicative of Georgia being back and being elite and being dominant. We're going to talk about what we need to see happen at Vanderbilt. That's very important to you next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody. Locked on Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. He's, he's Clint. I'm Daniel. Uh, FanDuel, uh, a friends of, good friends of ours, bringing you today's episode. Thanks to them. More on them in a second. Um, uh, Clint mentioned it. It's Vanderbilt. It's an easy – it's almost like a second bye week. It, it can feel that way to Georgia fans. But don't get lulled to sleep. Now, Vanderbilt's not going to beat us. They're not going no. to threaten us. They're not going no. to challenge us. But – there are still important things that we need to see, that we need to take away, that we need to to really look at moving into this game. Um, we'll be back um, with another episode this week, giving our official predictions for this game. So that's not what yep. we're here to do today or on this episode. But what we're here to do on this episode is rather talk about three things that we need to see in this football game that will give us the confidence, the peace mm-hmm. of mind, Clint, mm. knowing that as we move into the rest of the season, what we saw against Kentucky was not in fact a flash in the pan, but it was in fact a sign of things to come that this team is continuing its upward trajectory, its uphill progression um, in the direction that we want to go. So three important things that we need to see in this Vanderbilt game at 11 a.m. Central Time on Saturday morning in Nashville. I'm going to start. Please do. Please. Thing number one is simply this. I need to see the playmakers on the edge Mm -hmm. continue to perform at a high level. I'm going to talk about two guys in particular. He's going to name them right now. I want to see Ra Ra Thomas Please. and Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint continue to establish themselves as dominant factors in Georgia's passing game. Now, I know Lad McConkey is still here, and I'm not in any way trying to insinuate that Georgia should move on from him as a primary target. No. But what Georgia needs is these complementary pieces. I like the depth that we have at receiver, Clint. It's but the I need to see the, years. I need to see less depth, if that makes sense. Now, now again, against Vanderbilt, we're going to see a lot of guys play. We're going to see plenty of depth on the field, and that's great because I'm all for experience. What I want to see before we see that depth, though, mm-hmm. is that I want to see dominant performances out of the two guys that I think are the most likely guys to come in and complement Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey, who I would say are the stone cold lock known commodities that we have in this passing game yes two others to say and compliment them and Ron rod thomas and marcus rosemary jack saints i think are the are the ones to do it and so that's what i'm looking for on saturday 
I don't hate that at all. We need to see those wide receivers continue to play the elite levels because we know Carson Beck's doing his thing. I'm not even going to touch Carson Beck because we're going to see it. I don't need to see it. I've already seen it. He's already been doing it, and he's been doing it at a clip that is fantastic. And if you don't think he's been fantastic, please go watch all the football you can. Just like Matrix download, if you will, an understanding of football in the short mm-hmm. amount of time because I don't have time for you at this point. Um, here's what I need to see. Daniel, and and here's Hmm. what would give me exuding confidence heading into. Well, we're going to talk about this in the. We're going to talk about this in the second segment, I assume. This what 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 you need to see because I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to set it up, Daniel. If you would, if you would let the man do his job, just let the man do his job. The man's out here doing his job. He's out here working. I would Mm -hmm. try to do that. Uh, And what that is, I'm going to give you. It's it's a guy coming back who's getting in the fold more and more. But first, these. And these are, in fact, FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. They're the official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Podcasts everywhere. They're fantastic. They're safe. They're secure. They're immediate with their, their action, their play. All the lines we're going to give tomorrow on locks. Yeah. Hello. We're going to give you that 31 and a half points and what it does on FanDuel for the Georgia cover to happen. This just in, I don't touch anything over 30. So if FanDuel doesn't have it, at that, I don't touch anything over that amount. This just um, in, I'm reckless. So tune in, tune in to the locks episode and just see what see what your boys about to do. Uh, Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. Moment more. Get over there right now. Put any wager five dollars or more onto anything. Whether you win or lose, you'll get bonus bets back. That's Fanduel.com slash locked on. Put five dollar bet. Whether it wins or not, you're going to get bonus bets straight to your account. Make every moment more with Fanduel. Daniel, uh, I teased it before. And I'm here being yeah. a professional, and I'm just stepping on his toes, just getting all, just making everything. I think that's like the fourth tagline of the show. I think we have many four fans by fans. Yep. Two sure. idiots who have no clue what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Daniel steps all over my professionalism. Yep. Well, could... Yep. You try to bring out a nice charcuterie board, and I'm out here. I'm out here just flinging pepperoni and American singles at people. Uh, not a lie. Um, here's the deal. Here's what I need to see happen. And it's okay. going to be glorious. Um, Kendall Milton, keep giving me, if you give me five touches, five touches in this game that looked like last game, mm-hmm. decisive, mm-hmm. one foot mm-hmm. up, put a shoulder mm-hmm. into somebody, try to get tackled around the legs, and you just keep churning and keep going. Yes, you sir. give me five touches like that. Mm-hmm. Well, then what? I'll be just fine. I'll be. I will be in my. I will be wrapped with a warm blanket. Mm. It'll feel cozy on a nice, cool afternoon. That's that right. coastal air hitting me, and I'll you just be that. soaking in the sun, feeling good. Because and and this is the reason why we've talked many, many times, as others have pontificated as well. And I was. I hate to call Mike Bobo a pass first offense. We're passing at fifty three percent of the time which means we're passing it more than running it. I understand that. I, I, I get how, it, but, but yeah, by the slimmest of margins, can we not call ourselves a pass first? If it just so happens that the defense is going to give us that and we call plays for it. And also when you talk about screen games and you talk about outside, it's just an extended run with those slip screens and that sort of stuff to the outside. It's not an, it's extended run. I still contend you get Kendall Milton up in a lather and you keep him healthy. Yeah. And now, there is lit right now. I don't fear any defense in America, but no. not 
Not a, listen, listen to no. me. Not a single defense. Michigan, Ohio State, Washington. I you don't yep. scare me at all. Yep. You just okay. listed, by the way, all the teams that have reasonably decent defenses that we have a chance of playing this season. I did. No, mm-hmm. I did. I I understood. Who yeah, I? No, I got it. I was just I making list- sure everybody else got it. All the other LSU's commenters. defense not very good. Real bad. Good offense, though. Good offense, though. Um, But now, if you get Kendall Milton up and going and churning, Daniel, it it turns into a good luck keeping us off the field at all. Because now we can ground and pound you. Now a true death march can take place. Explosive runs can take place. Passing games in line. uh, And we really just get a stranglehold on all the folk. That's what I need to see continue on in this game, Daniel. Yeah, I think Kendall Milton is a huge key for Georgia. Um, Obviously, been banged up, been coming back from injury. And, um, you know, we we made no bones about it on this podcast. An injured Kendall Milton is not what this Georgia team needs out there. There are... There, there are better options at running back. But a healthy Kendall Milton has shown that he absolutely can. He's just really struggled to stay healthy. Hopefully, this season's injuries are all in the rear view and Kendall's got the full season in front of him because the compliment... You know, we I talked in the first segment about who's going to compliment Brock Bowers and Ladd McConkey. We need to see those guys rise up. We have a known commodity in Dejan Edwards. Like yes, there's, there's no... There's no uh, fear or anxiety or tension when it comes to who is, you know, what does Dejan Edwards bring to the running game? But you need more than one running back in the SEC. If you're Georgia, you need more than one running back for the death march. You need fresh legs. You need um, some guys that bring some different elements to the table. And we saw some things from Kendall Milton that just quite frankly, to be honest, in no way in an effort to disparage anyone, no, we saw some things from Kendall Milton on Saturday that Dejan Edwards has is not capable of doing. He's not able. Like it's not that he he might, and he it's just that he's physically not that same dude. Now Dejan Edwards, to the point, does things that Kendall Milton I don't know that is capable of doing, and that's great. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a chocolate and vanilla type of running back room, you know. Like it's a it's a. It's, I was just think, trying to think of two things that, that complement each other well, that kind of go together. Um, if Kendall Milton is healthy and he continues to play the way that he's push, just driving that pile, Clint, the power that he has to finish those runs is second to absolutely no one on this team. That's right. It really is the Branson Robinson role that we thought we were going to see from him this year. Ooh. That's what we need from Kendall Milton. Um, I want to see that. And I think you're right. We just need to see it a handful of times. Like we don't need Kendall Milton to be out here getting 25 carries, you know, rushing for 150 yards. That's not going to help anybody in the long term. You give me five carries of seven yards with explosiveness and showing me churn. I'll be thrilled. I'll be thrilled going into a bye week. Yep. Going into the Florida game. I feel like we're going to have a great one, two punch in the backfield. Uh, Let's turn, close. let's turn to the defensive side of the ball, Clint, and talk about what we need to see right after these. 
but it's LinkedIn. What if I had a position for you that was different from every other person you have on your team, much like a Kindle Milton to a Dejan Edwards hmm. that you need to go find and you didn't have a whole treasure trove of recruits back in your back pocket that you got to pull from that you miss two running backs uh, on the year and you don't miss a beat and you continue winning. You're probably not like Georgia and King Kirby. You probably need some help in linkedin.com slash locked on colleges where you need to go post your job for free, post your job for free, linkedin.com slash locked on college. You get access to over millions and millions and millions of network connections from people all around the world. That's going to get you the best candidate that you need for your job and your team. Hmm. don't have to mess with any filtering questions or any stupid, ridiculous, what kind of animal would you be if you were an animal? Who's your spirit animal? Don't, don't do that in an interview no. process. Okay. Don't play rock, paper, scissors, Pete Carroll for an interview process. How about you at LinkedIn filter the people that are best for your team? LinkedIn.com slash locked on college post your job for free right now. Get there. Defensive side of the ball. Let's talk hmm. about it. Uh, what do you need to see happen for the defense, Daniel? Well, there's a lot of things that could happen. We talked earlier in the sure. week about the inside linebacker position. And so I'm not going to revisit that conversation. I think that, you know, that continues to stand and that that continues to be true. We need to see continued improved play from the inside linebackers. I think they're the engine that drives the defense. But what I'm going to focus on and choose to talk about instead is the secondary. I would love to see this Vanderbilt game play out with a in such a way that is, is going to instill continued confidence in mm -hmm. this young secondary. We we've seen growth from mm -hmm. both Kamari Laster and, and Dale and ever. Now Julian Humphrey hasn't really been a ton of playing time for us to see a ton of growth from him. It does really seem like as much as, that's been talked about as a battle, an ongoing battle mm -hmm. in corner. It does really seem like the coaching staff is sticking with um, Dale and Everett and seems to like what he brings. Maybe that'll change in the bye week. I don't expect anything to change this week, although I do expect Humphrey to get some significant reps as we will be up by um, a wide margin, hopefully. But I would love to see continued confidence, which is going to lead to continued growth. This secondary clearly has some some areas of concern they clearly have some areas in which uh growth is needed particularly in the corner position but we are beginning mm -hmm. to see that we're seeing that from Kamari Laster seeing him get his head around on a couple balls he's been in decent position all year and to be fair Kamari Laster really hasn't given up hardly anything on this young season That's right uh but we but on the other side with Dalen Everett We've seen not necessarily tons of him being out of position. We've more so seen him being in relatively decent position, but unable. It's, he's having to put all of his focus on being in phase and being on the on the receiver and not getting lost in coverage. All of his focus is there, and so none of his focus has been able to be on locating the football, turning around, making a play on the ball, showing off some of those ball skills. And that's led to a, a bunch of pass interference penalties. It's led to a bunch of, you know, plays over the top on that side of the field. I was encouraged by what I saw at in Kentucky. I know that's not the greatest passing attack in the world, but I, I and neither is Vanderbilt. But honestly, 
Georgia's not going to see a ton of, I mean, after this is a bye week and after that is Florida. And so let's just, let's not hold our breath waiting for a great passing attack. Um, There's not, not like Ole Miss is probably the best passing attack left on Georgia's schedule. And I know you're there, Tennessee. I see you. And Ole Miss is probably the best passing attack left on Georgia's schedule. And so what what the secondary needs is confidence. They need uh, moments where they can uh, play well, make some plays, and gain some confidence moving forward. That's what we need to see because that's what's going to result in better play down the road, Clint. Couldn't agree more. That's what we do need to see play. Need to continue with excellence against Vanderbilt. This is a get-right game for a lot of people. Get healthy, get right, continue dominating. This has been Locked on Bulldogs, part of Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll see you all tomorrow when we have locks. We'll see you guys then. See you.